Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Welcome to the Mind Twist. A conspiracy theory radio show where we bring you some of the world's most controversial, thought-provoking, and unresolved conspiracy theories. We cut through the red tape and take a closer look at the paradoxes, evidences, and history. The harder it is to believe, the more intriguing it becomes. Let's unravel the evidence together and find what's concealed in the world's most disputed conspiracies and get to the truth, or will we? And now, get ready to have your mind twisted on Mind Twist Conspiracy Theory Radio. Good evening, everyone. Dang, I like that promo. That is so good. It's excellent. And I love the people that created that for us. My name is Donna Lyons. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the Mind Twist, everyone, on Lions Radio Network. I am Donna Lyons, and the other host is Sumac Watkins. And uh, we are both coming to you live right now. She's in California. I'm in Washington, D.C. And tonight's show is really crazy. We started talking about this and delving into it, and it was just like getting deeper and deeper, and there's more pockets to this this, um, conspiracy theory. And we're talking about MK Ultra, which was a top secret CIA project in which that agency conducted hundreds of clandestine experiments, sometimes on unwitting uh, U.S. citizens. And it was to assess the potential use of LSD and other drugs for mind control, information gathering, and psychological torture. Though Project MKUltra lasted from 1953 until about 1973, details of the illicit program didn't become public until 1975. During a congressional investigation into widespread illegal CIA activities within the United States and around the world. Ema, what do you think about all this? It's crazy. Uh, This was, I had already, you know, I'd already read up on it a little bit and I'd watched a couple of things, but when you really start to do the research and you start to pay attention and start to go into the history of it, because it, it is, is mind blowing. It's mind blowing. And um, it's a, it's a rabbit hole because it, you can go deeper and deeper because what's interesting, what you were talking about was that during that time of this, they they had i had and i have my notes here it was like amazing 150 sub projects yeah with 86 institutions that were participating and this means like prisons hospitals um universities uh uh-huh. and and pharmaceutical companies and this was all the way up to Canada, by the way. This wasn't just in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very, very interesting. And then as, as I kept going and doing more research, there was also the people who had been in it who finally came out. Like there's these two gentlemen, and we, and we and I were talking about possibly getting them on the show, that just wrote a book called 
uh, Mind Blowing America. Oh, I want and, you to tell me about this, and I want to. I totally want to check that out. An amazing story about these two guys, and they take you. They take you through the entire to the entire experience of what they had from the very beginning. They these two guys were. Uh, they went to school to, to Princeton. You know, they were just students at Princeton, and they volunteered for this supposedly sleep experiment and it just went from there and it got deeper and deeper and deeper and it was it's an amazing story that these guys have um and then there's a story about this woman linda mcdonald and this lady had was under the sub project called project 68 in montreal and there was a doctor in the montreal hospital who was conducting these experiments. And this woman, I mean, I won't go into the entire detail because I want us to talk a little bit more about all the other things, but basically this Dr. Cameron, who was the head of this hospital in Montreal, um, she walked in there because she just was feeling depressed and kind of down and she wanted to get some, some therapy, some psychology, some therapy. Well, this guy diagnosed her with schizophrenia, immediately put her on an induced on a drug-induced coma for 86 days, gave her like a hundred um, things of of uh, shock therapy. By the time it ended, he had completely wiped her mind out. Wow! To the point where she had to learn how to um, go to the bathroom, like you know how to get potty trained. They sent her back to her family, and she didn't know them because. Up until that time, she had completely forgotten her entire adult life. She was like 20 years old. Well, did you, Amazing when story. When you were looking this stuff up, when I was looking at it too, I noticed that there's a lot of people that said this started in, in their childhood. Yes, yes. So yes. How what did you get on that? that? What, what did you get on that? Well, all I read was that some of these people, the victims that have come forward that said they were part of this, this um, project have said that this started when they were children. Their parents were involved in it, and then it got the children involved in it. It's just crazy. So I think what we can do is when we do another show on this, because like I said, people, this, you know, Ema and I both have been looking at all this information. And what I can tell you is that there is so much that, and it would take decades to go through it all. But we could, yes. you know, highlight certain people that were in the project, um, you know, individuals. Like you said, the two gentlemen that wrote the book. I think that would be really interesting to have them on. But one of the things that um, – I'm sorry, my phone's going off. Um, one of the things that um, I, I just blew me away was that these people were – babies when they went in there so this this is stuff that went on i mean one had said that they were giving her lsd when she was a child and she didn't know why she was feeling the way she was this stuff it's frightening and these people like you said they were doing it in prisons and hospitals and whatever and that's because they have um they did these people didn't know that they were giving them the drugs some yeah. people didn't say hey i want to be part of this project now, some people did. They kind of knew going in there that that's what was going to happen. But there were people in there that uh, did not know that they were putting this stuff in their drinks and however however they were giving it to them. 
Yes, yes, I remember there was something that it st- there was one another project 54 that was in New York and in San Francisco and it started no I think it was I'm sorry, it's a project climax where they would have this is in San Francisco and in New York where they would have um they would hire prostitutes and have and set up hotels with a one-way mirror and have them bring back the the men that they were, you know, picked up and they would, you know, put acid in their drinks and then the, the these guys the CIA would watch the behavior because it was all about the behavior. What they wanted was to control the behavior. And it's it's interesting because how it all started was that and from what I read and from what I was thinking is that Right after the World War II, during the that Soviet Union was the Soviet Union was doing experiments on hypnosis and LSD and mind control, and right. so it just started from there. It just they said, well, they can't do that because we have to. They they're going to get because it was all about control and power. Right. And, and then they also, they were, one of the other things, too, when you talk about, like, World War II and things like that, they did use some of the stuff that they found in this project, these projects that they did, they have used it in the Middle East to make people I did talk. Not, I did not know that. Do you, tell yeah. me more. Well, I don't know the facts about it, but all I know is that they did say that some of this stuff, um, this psychological stuff that they use, the psychological I want to say torture, warfare, however you want to say it, was used, has been used in the Middle East. It didn't go into specifics. One of the things you can go look at, and let me look at my notes here, is if um, the CIA has an electronic reading room. Have you seen it? Did you go there today? No, I did not. I was just looking at all the different. No, please tell me more. Oh, this is very cool. This is very cool. And anybody, if you'd like to call in and join us, you can, 646 Six six eight eight four nine four. We'd love to hear what you have to say about all this. Um, Absolutely. It's okay. It's called the CIA's electronic reading room, and you just go to the CIA.gov, and it's forward slash library forward slash reading room. And when you go there, you can just type in um, MK Ultra, and any articles or shows people have done over the years. The the transcripts are all there. It's really wow. interesting, and you can actually look up other stuff too. I mean, it's not just for MK Ultra. You could Google anything you want in there and see what comes up, and you could see what the CIA was involved with. Now, a lot of these files, I'm trying to see if I can find it on one of these. It's really weird because they say declassified in part, not in whole. Declassified in part, a sanitized copy approved for release. Isn't that interesting? A sanitized copy. Yeah, what is that that meaning? Tell me about that. What does that mean? Well, because it's only partly declassified, so they're only giving you part of it. So what are they not telling us? (laughs) Very interesting. and and the thing and what I found interesting was that in 1973 Richard Helms was the head of the CIA. From what I understand is that he he destroyed a a lot of the a lot of these files. And so just think we're just getting you know fragments 
Right. And that's the thing about having these victims that are coming forward now saying stuff. I'm sure people don't believe them. Yeah. You know, you you hear stories like this and you're like, oh, no way, you know, no way. But these people are legitimate. And, um, I mean, for this stuff to be in files on the CIA website, it's definitely there, people. Go check it out. And now, now, I, I, and I have a question here because yeah. in the in the research, and it started off as one project as Project Bluebird, and then it went to Project Artichoke, and then it started to divide up into all these different other projects. And yes. our Project Artichoke now turned into Ultra K, I mean K Ultra, and then yeah. then it stopped because you know it stopped because mm-hmm. of the, the now. If they did that and reskinned all of these projects, you know, this is just a question. Do you think that maybe it's going on but under a different name? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. Because there's a lot I'm of sure stuff we don't know. Yeah. It's a very a in, it's a fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, but but tell me, what do you, how do you feel all of, about all of this, Donna? I mean, we we could sit here and talk about facts, and and everybody can look it up. And now that you have shared with us about the CIA room, which I'll go to, um, it's but, very cool. Yeah, I know. I can't. I mean, this is so cool. I, I mean, talk about you don't have to go to anywhere research. Just go there. Um, I mean, what are your feelings about it? I think it's very frightening. It's very frightening that our government can be so clandestine and we don't know really truly what's going on. There's all these secret rooms here or there and secret um, organizations that we don't know about. I'm sure there's a lot more about UFOs that we don't know about um, that's out there. And, and of course, in some of our shows, we will delve into that even deeper as well. I think, you know, each show will get a little a little further into these topics that we are talking about. So if, you know, people, if we only have like a 30-minute show, um, you know, obviously we can't cover all the topics that fold under this one particular category. So we will be doing more shows, and mm-hmm. we would love any of your ideas. But, yeah, it's frightening to know that they have so much power. You know, I was even yeah. thinking, I, you know – So I was at a promotion ceremony tonight with a lot of people from that work at the Pentagon. And I was telling them about the show tonight because I said, I've got to leave in a little bit because I've got to go home to do the show. And um, as I was, I looked across the table from me and I'm like, you know, it's kind of scary even saying that I'm going to do this show. I said, because (laughs) as I started looking in this information, I'm like, oh, God, now I'm going to be a target. Now they're going to be watching me. (laughs) They're listening to me. But you know they something laugh, we're already but I'm thinking but, it's so true. But they already listened to us at some point. I think I, I think I shared with you not too long ago where I read that every fourth phone call is recorded. You know, like the that because yeah, of we're all using our cell phones and I mean so I think we're all in a big database anyway, so they can look us up anytime they want to. Yeah. Yeah. 
But seriously, I mean, it, knowing that these people work at the Pentagon and they all laughed at me like, ha, 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 ha. Like, <laughs> was that, what am I supposed to do? Which way am I supposed to take that laugh? A I know. Bit, wow. That, that was courage there. <laughs> no, they were great. They were great. It was so much fun. And um, everybody's really excited about the topic. You know, when you bring that up, a lot of people have never heard of it. And the only reason I had heard of it was because, you know, you and I had started talking a while back about doing the show and there were all these topics that had come up and one that was on my list was MK Ultra and then you had sent it to me as well and I thought god that's a topic we have to start looking into and then you start looking at how deep it goes now there are people out there that say this is that part of this is connected to the mob as well did you hear that no, I did not hear that. Oh, yes. Yes, they're saying some of this Tell me more. Tell me more. Have, well, because they say it deals with drugs and things coming over the border and how the CIA bought a lot of these drugs. You know, um, there's a lot out there that is just real sketchy. And one of the – I had pulled up one of the articles from the CIA from their website – uh, Jack Anderson with the Washington Post in 1982 had written an article, and the, it says the lawsuit forces CIA confession on MK Ultra. And let me just read a little bit of it to you. It says more than six years ago, and this is his these, this is his writing. Version. More than uh-huh. six years ago, I first exposed the horror of MK Ultra, the CIA's super secret program that used unwitting victims as living test tubes for bizarre, mind-altering drugs. The nightmare still isn't over for some of those tortured guinea pigs. Bits and pieces of the story have come out over the years in various forums, but now for the first time, the CIA has been forced to acknowledge in a judicial proceeding the terrifying scope of the experiment. The CIA confessions were extracted in writing by Atlanta attorney Thomas E. Maddox Jr., who represented four of the prisoners who were experimented on in the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary. Um, one of the plaintiffs, Farrell V. Kirk, was used as a chemical mixing bowl, even though the CIA knew he was mentally unstable after being doused with a variety of drugs. Kurt attempted suicide by burning and hanging and once tried to gnaw an arm off. A second victim, Don Roderick Scott, says he suffered permanent brain damage from the test. A third, John Roll, John R. Maoli, is a fugitive, and the fourth, James T. Knight, is still in prison. All four say they suffered flashbacks and other severe symptoms for years after they were drugged by the CIA. CIA. And then there's like, it goes into this whole other part about uh, what their purpose was and um, what the, the successor programs were that you were talking about. Um, so it's very interesting, but this guy, this was in 1982. So can you imagine what they've probably found out between 1982 and now? Now, most of the documents were, um, uh, destroyed before people well, could get their hands on the ones that they do have. So now it's kind of word of mouth by the, the victims yep. that are coming forward. Yep. Yeah. And they, and imagine, you know, having to remember all of that because, there was also in this interview that I saw with this uh, uh, this gentleman, Paul Davids, who has this book out, um, was mentioned this as well as in the other documentaries and any of the other research that I did was that there were some there was pedophiles in there who were 
conducting yes. the experiments who were having, who were going through children, okay? So this is, I mean, it just gets horrid. I mean, well, again, here's where those kids come in. Was that the, was that what they were talking about? Now, there's some of these people are out there that have written books and, um, to you guys listening, uh, Ema and I are going to try really hard to get some of these people that were victims on the show and talk about their encounters with this and give us their um, insight into actually what actually happened. I think it's really crucial that we get these people on, you know, and you do your homework before you listen to the show so you understand what we're talking about. Um, and, and there was another article that came out that said the issue with mainstream coverage of MK Ultra is the fact that they constantly focus on one aspect of the program, and that's the LSD part. As a result, when it comes to public knowledge and awareness of MK Ultra, it's often believed that they were simply drug mind control experiments co- conducted by the CIA, but it's much deeper and more disturbing than that. And that's an article that was written, uh, part of an article. So I think that's really important to take to remember that it wasn't just the LSD. So it gets a lot deeper people. And, and, and I, another subject that came up was that how they were decoying everything. So, so that everybody would start looking at the LSD experiments so that by the time that they had released a lot of the stuff that a lot of these people had already died, like these oh, doctors. And yeah. Things like that. I never I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. So it's, uh, I mean, it's just, it just goes on and on and on. But yes, absolutely. Anybody out there, we would love to hear more about you because there's a generation that does not know about this. No, exactly. You know, and there's other generations that do not know. And it is, it's good for everybody to know. It's a good for everybody to see because this isn't a conspiracy anymore. It's actual fact. I mean, if the CIA's website is allowing you to read these documents, they're saying it happened. Right, right. So remember, you they're know partial I mean? documents. I mean, what are we not seeing that's not on there? These are declassified in part. And they're sanitized copies. So that's just, that tells you a little more that they're not giving you everything, the facts that are out there. It's just crazy. And you know what, like you said, we'll, we'll dive in more to this um, because there's so many aspects. I mean, there's uh, like you said, there's even brothels were involved. So it just gets crazier and crazier. You've got brothels and prisons and these people did not know that they were giving them the drugs. Now, there's other things, too. They talk about mind torture and, um, uh, uh, you know, you said shock therapy and things like that. It gets re- it gets really deep. So I, I would look, you know, look forward to having someone on that has written a book that was a victim of all this. There are several people out there. And like you said, the, the one gentleman does interviews. So that would be great to get him on. Yes, absolutely. I would. I agree with you. Um, and. You know, but I also want to. There's got to be like a reason why as well, because this is all information that everybody can get. Uh, you know, but what is, what is, what would be the purpose of all of this getting out? I mean, what what do you think would be good about this? What's good about this coming out, Donna? I think maybe, in some aspect, it tells you how devious that the government can be 
when they want to be, but mm-hmm. also that um, you need to be aware. You yeah. really need to be aware of these things that are out there so that if something strange is happening, I mean, ask about it, shout about it, talk about it. It need, you know, people need to know what's going on. Um, so it doesn't happen to other people. So that's the, that's the good thing about it. And, and plus there's a lot of drugs involved with this. Now, yes. some people are saying this could be conspiracy theory because I haven't read too much about this, but they are saying that, you know, this possibly could be connected to the mob. Uh, I mean, there's just all these theories out there that, um, now, we know for sure that the LSD happened. We know that the shock therapy happened. But now they're saying, you know, okay, drugs coming in over the border, the mob. You know, you hear these little pings of, of things here and there. And so that's where the conspiracy theory comes in. Okay, what don't we know? Could it be the mob? Could it be that the CIA was working with the mob? I mean, you listen to some of these interviews, people talk about it. It's very interesting. And, so, and you and you know something? I just found it. I was just looking at this note, and I thought this very, very interesting, Donna. That you know that the head of this ultra, of this MK Ultra, his name is his name was Gottlieb, and I have it written down here. His name was um, uh, Gottlieb, uh, Doctor Gottlieb, and he was originally hired by the CIA as a poison specialist, Sidney Gottlieb. As a as oh. a poison specialist, no way. Because, yes, and he was the one who conducted to like try to poison Castro with poison cigars and all that kind of stuff. So that's oh what he God. was hired for. So he became the head of this of you know of this project. Isn't it's, that it's, I just, it's, I it's fascinating? Yeah, there's there's so much out there that we haven't even touched the surface of, and so I want to delve into this deeper. But I know that um, we're not getting any callers tonight, so I think we're we'll go ahead and end the show. But I, uh, you know, again, people, we will delve into this much deeper and take different channels of different people and and different looks at it. Um, uh, when we can and when we can get these people on because we're interested interested in this ourselves you know what are your thoughts on this Ema, with all this coming out you know it's been around for a while but I think what I what I found that I liked the most about this was that people who, who had been through it are now talking which makes it more legitimate and right. you know, and and by some of this already, you know, coming out and being documented, it is good for us to be reminded, you know, what is happening, you know, on us, you know, like an under, under, there's just so much more happening than what we see. And so it's, you know, you could go into a place of being paranoid and panic, or you could actually just take in the information and go, okay, I know it's there, but how do I stay in a normal space about it and not have to be paranoid because you could go into that kind of thing. You know what I mean? You could actually psychologically go into like a paranoia state because everything is, but to me it's like, if you already know that they already know about you anyway. Okay. Yeah. And just by the DNA test that they give you by all the information that's on you. Okay. I mean, you could go to any of like, 
ussearch.com. You can go to all of these search, and you would not believe the stuff that comes up about you anyway. So if yeah, <laughs> I mean the government has it, so it's like we're already we're already tagged, so to speak, you know. So it's so it's like you have to kind of be level-headed about it and go, okay, it's going on. So you know, find my space and going, okay, so I just got to be cautious about how I want to be with it, you know? Right, right. And, Ema, if we're ever together and I start putting things out of the air and saying weird shit, you know I'm part. <laughs> you know I'm part of MK Ultra. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, what's up? Hey, you know <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, I mean, if you want to really laugh about this, let's just say that the entire planet is one big experiment. You know, <laughs> and all the humans are just experiments. You know, I mean, we could go. Oh I mean, we could go there. We could go down that that oh, rabbit hole. <laughs> you know, we're that we're just drowning. we're just little experiments of like some yeah. other. You know, some other civilization out there and we're just like you know because there's the theory again that we're we're the teardrop of a giant you know or we're the eyelash of <laughs> or oh, the yeah. cell of an eyelash of a giant i mean it's like it's, it's just you know, we're on forever you know we're just experiments let's just say that i mean it's just it's you know i choose to laugh about it and that's because it's you know um being the stuff that I, I, you know, that I teach and I stay grounded in this, I mean, I could, you could really go down a rabbit hole and you could really make yourself crazy with this, but it's just good to know. And it's good to just have out there and that you feel that you can look at it and not, um, you know, and you, and you don't get freaked out about it. You know, you just kind of take it in as information, you know? I think the good thing about it is that they did admit that they had this program. Yeah, <laughs> like you said, and that they have put the paperwork out there that people can read on their website, and that's um, you know that's a big step, that's a big deal. So anyway, yeah, I, I, you know, there's anyway. uh, there's there's such an enormous amount of literature and information that exists out there. So if you want to learn more, um, people, please do your research. Um, you know, and it's important to to make note of the fact that the ultra program was not the only one which dealt with mind control. Like you said, there was the bluebird, the artichoke. What was the other one you said? MK. Um, Search. And I know there was one called Stargate. Oh yeah. The Stargate one was, uh, that was uh, funded by Reagan. And I think it was $150 million or something. I can't remember. That's a whole different project. That's like something else that we could look into and talk about in a yeah, in which time. we will. Yeah, we definitely will. And at the very least, talking about and exposing this, you know, these types of activity um, still needs more attention. So, you know, I don't know what the solution is or how to stop it, but I know staying silent is not good, and no. sharing the information is even better. You know, letting people know. And and people don't forget, you can go to cia.gov or cia dot gov and then forward slash library forward slash reading room and that's where you can find a lot of the information it's it's pretty cool to go in that website but but look up at the top at a lot of these things they'll be classified in part and sanitized 
which is interesting. <laughs> so then you can actually go in there and start to take a look out about a lot of other ones that they've released about um, other yes. things. Yes. So I'm going to go in there and I want to look up the Stargate since you just told me that was fell under Reagan and there was money, a lot of money involved with that. I'd love to see what that one's about too. Well, Ema, thank you so much. I love doing shows with you. I know this was fun. And, yeah, and, 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 you know, you, uh, Please uh, be in touch with us. You can reach us at um, lionsradionetwork.com. Um, you can reach Donna there. You can reach me. I mean, just drop us a line, you know. Say hello to us. It's like we want to for you to be a part of this as well. And thank you yeah. for listening. Yep. Thank you for listening, everyone. You guys have a great evening. Ema, I'm going to play a little music, and I'm going to take us out. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. And hey, Good night. Go Patriots. Are you going rooting for the Patriots <laughs> or the Rams? <laughs> I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> Good night. My lambs. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you all later.